my teeth. Why do it? Mood? queried Anushka. Nobody's ever in the mood. Fellatio is just something you put up with, doll. Like the weather. Absolutely. Kate tore open a packet of salt and vinegar crisps with her teeth. Men only like blowjobs because they know we can't talk with our mouth full. Proof of how insane men are. I mean, if you were a bloke, would you put it in a mouth where there are teeth? The teeth of a female who's been discriminated against for centuries. It was then I made my mistake. I like fellatio. There was an awed silence while this shocking information was fully absorbed. Oh, yeah? Penis breath! My two besties, best friends, Kate and Anushka chorused. No, I do. You're just saying that because you're not married. Once you're hitched, you can stop pretending to bloody well like it, Kate asserted. Yeah, Anushka groaned. The rest of us have gallons of ejaculatory fluid still to be endured. Marriage is just something to do when you're too bloody tired for sex, Kate gloated. It's copulating, under quarantine. But I was the only one listening. Every other eyeball in the club had catapulted out of its socket and onto the stage. Even Anushka had roused herself from her face-down position in the guacamole. The trouble with nude male dancing is that not everything stops when the music does. I chucked Kate's chin towards the undulating dancers. Just because you have no libido, I teased. It's not a lack of sex drive, you big buff head. Kate brushed away my hand, defensively. It's just an overabundance of celibate feelings. I have nothing against half-naked men. Hell, I wish I did. It's just marriage I hate. She tossed a fistful of crisps into her maw with alarming savagery. As well as being my best friend and my boss at the Institute of Contemporary Arts, 35-year-old Kate is a zeitgeist surfer. She hasn't always been a professional sceptic. A failed love affair, she followed her English lover to London, only to find out he was M.W.C., married with children, had given her the ability to disbelieve anything. She'd mastered the power of negative thinking. According to Kate, the end of absolutely everything is nigh. She only eats in restaurants that have resuscitation diagrams on the walls and worries about airplane passengers flushing their toilets directly above her head. Kate McCready likes nothing more than optimum brooding conditions. The medical term for a woman paralysed from the waist down and the neck up is marriage, you know, Kate killjoyed. Matrimony should be avoided with precisely the same zeal that one accords, I don't know, British beef. I was used to Kate's feminazism, but still, it was a bit rich the night before my wedding. Oh, fuck off, I said, proving yet again that a career in Avon ladying was definitely beyond me. Anushka, picking avocado out of her tawny corkscrew curls, backed me up. Marriage is the new rock and roll. Look at Spice Girl thingo and... Huh. Kate turned the blowtorch of her exasperation upon Anushka. You only say that because you're bloody desperate to get a hubby. How do you know I want to get married? A singed Anushka whinged. Gee, I don't know, replied Kate sarcastically. Highlighting chapter 7 to 62 of the complete wedding handbook could have been a clue. Over half of marriages end in divorce. If marriage was a horse, no self-respecting gambler would take a punt on it. Why the hell do you want to get married? She demanded through a mulch of chewed crisps. Hmm? Kate and Anushka have nothing in common except me. Kate is chairperson of at least ten pressure groups. The only political gesture Anushka ever made was to join the Harvey Nichols 24-hour opening lobby. 
While Kate has ambitions to be the youngest female Prime Minister ever, with maybe a couple of Nobel Prizes for services to humanity thrown in, Anushka's entire aim in life is to make the bystander section of Tatler. Well, Kate barked, her short blonde hair lacquered so severely into a helmet that even I nearly saluted. Anushka, shrinking, replied feebly, I'm... I'm just programmed that way, OK? Programmed to become obsessed with China patterns? You're just jealous, Anushka rallied, because nobody's ever asked you to get married. Wearing taffeta after the age of twelve is embarrassing. Uh, uh, everybody should marry, Anushka spluttered. It's natural, unless you've got a very good excuse, you know that you're a lesbian or a eunuch or are so visually challenged that you need to get your mirrors insured, she said, pointedly. I blanched on Kate's behalf. Don't get me wrong. Kate had started pretty, but since university had been taking ugly pills. Shit-kicker shoes, no makeup, and nipple hair you could weave into a macrame hanging baskets. Kate McCready's idea of protection in bed is to take a small, perfectly formed handgun. But if she was hurt, she didn't show it. I do not want to perform my personal hygiene routine in front of anybody, thank you very much. I want to know that the pubes on the bloody soap are my own. Savvy? I laughed at her then. You can't reject love on the basis of autonomous toiletries. I fumbled an olive pip out of my mouth. People marry for security and... Security? Ha! Huh. Kate contemptuously shoved her red-framed specks up the bridge of her slightly hooked nose. England has the highest divorce rate in Europe, you big galah. It's the greatest commitment you can make, isn't it? It's a... I tried to remember the way Julian phrased it. A public display of a private passion. I gloated inwardly. Eat that feminist breath. Oh, Kate purred flippantly, fluttering her eyelashes. It's a hallmark card moment. The sweetness in her voice evaporated. But why bloody marry? Couldn't you just lease? You're so lucky getting married, Becky, said Anushka covetously. You can get fat and hairy now. Anushka was an it girl, fast becoming a past it girl. At 29, party invitations were starting to dry up. She'd worked in the press office at the Savoy, been the muse of a hot couture designer, even once done something with the Queen's pictures. Recently, she'd passed herself off as a fashion therapist, advising rich woman that gold was the new silver and brown was the new black. But marriage was the next career move. Nicknamed the Mountie because she always got her man, Anushka's motto had always been, Guys I can't get are guys I've not met. But her downfall was that she was tiara hungry. This was a woman who wanted to buy tiaras in six packs. Having always been the most beautiful girl at school, she'd held out for a royal and had actually dated Prince Edward for a while. But when thirty loomed its ugly numerical head, and with her dad, the South African arms dealer under investigation for sanction-busting, and constantly pilloried by Private Eye magazine, she'd been forced to downgrade her marriage expectations to Marquis, Earl, Viscount, even Honourable of late. A maritable limbo dancer, she just kept getting lower and lower. These days, if your skin's cleared up, you're too old to marry, doll. Men are walking down the aisle with a fetus in a veil. A great sob rose in Anushka's pale, pearl-entwined throat. I'm approaching the age of being dumped for a younger wife, and, and, and I'm not even married yet. 
Her blubbering increased in intensity, just as the dancers reached a delicate moment of soulful groin gyration. As Kate propped her up and I mopped her up, rubber-necking revellers were shooting our table death rays. Hey, I said cheerily, it was time to get this girl's night out back on hedonistic track. What's the difference between men and pigs? Pigs don't get drunk and act like men. Kate rolled her eyes. It's pointless telling chauvinist jokes, she counterblasted, when you still marry them. As the strippers' pelvic thrust themselves into a lather, one bronzed hunk slipped and fell. The atmosphere, so frenzied and sendury, became suddenly maternal. As woman rushed forward to cradle and coddle, my thoughts turned to my wedding day. I was a woman who'd been on the go, but going nowhere. A new direction for me had always ended up horizontal. I'd left a tub ring of men high and dry and been thrown out with the bathwater by just as many. But I wanted to be a fish in water for a change. Julian, with his buttery blonde hair, caramel toffee eyebrows, burning blue gas flame eyes, and that succulent mouth from which rolled a judicious voice, jewels vern deep, vowels as plump and round as plums, was my chance for a centred, sane life. And by hell was I going to take it. I'd never been so sure of anything in my life. Chapter 2. I Don't. Getting married? Was I insane? The next morning I'd woken in the bed I'd slept in as a child to a different feeling altogether. There were so many reasons not to. Was marriage really romance's prophylactic? I never ever wanted to become a fellatio refusenik, to make love to a man out of duty. Okay, sex was good now, but what if our orgasm warranty expired?